Yo, Hollow Cult. Happy Wednesday. Did you miss me? Officially back. Back, 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 back. back. And um, I apologize to anybody that's trying to watch on the Facebook. Uh, the StreamYard screwed up, and I'm pretty sure I got this all jacked up. Because mm. it shared it, it directly to my Facebook page as opposed to the group page that's also shared there. I don't know. It's fine. It's going to be fine. It'll work yeah. itself out. It's fine. Yeah. But good to be back. Had a good time in uh, Texas last week, hanging out with my kiddos. Uh, got to watch them play football. Uh, two wins, I should say. So shout out to them. That's always a plus. Yeah, they had a good time. I enjoyed watching them. Um, didn't do anything too spooky. I almost went to the Goatman Bridge down there, but I was just so pressed for time for the time I had down there. I didn't make, get to make it. That's usually how it goes yeah. when you're traveling. Not a bad drive down there, but long drive. That is true. And that Not is sponsored. <laughs> Stop by the old Bucky's. It's, it's a rite of pra- passage now. I've got to every time. Oh, man. Oh, man. How's everybody doing? Over in the hopefully chat. Great. Yeah, hopefully great. Hopefully great. Nope. Brother John throwing down Kicking money. Kicking it. Throwing down the money. Oh. Yeah, I think I f- messed up the chat too, coming from Facebook. So I'll get it figured out. Facebook's being weird. Probably one of those things you got to do before we start yeah. the thing or schedule it. But they didn't. They didn't give me the warning until I got on here. So they should like send us an email. It happens. It happens. Let me think here. What's new? We did a banger of an interview last night. Super interesting. Lots of knowledge was taken in. Yeah, definitely cool to sit down and be able to share thoughts and ask questions and get it from a legit yeah. source. I love someone who lives it to hear um, other cultures take on the paranormal and then you, like almost use those as puzzle pieces to plug in to where like how we see the paranormal because I don't know. It's, it's just it's it's enlightening hearing other hearing other people how they perceive um, the unexplained. Also, how they take care yeah. of it as well. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, trying to cut little snippets out of the interview and post them up to kind of uh, push a little bit of uh, insight into it. I guess get a little. Get a little excitement going. Try to really push that episode. It'll be it's it's definitely worth a listen. Yeah. And it's definitely worth checking the guy out, his YouTube channel. He's got some really cool 
videos out there. Yeah, definitely. I did see, and I'm, I hope it's satire, but I really don't know. So, saw this video of this guy, and he's talking about how we all live in the Matrix, right? Everything's fake. Of course. Everything around us is fake. Uh, there's one item on the planet that's real, but I'll get to that in a minute. So he says, every every seven years, they remove us from the matrix. And he knows this because every seven years, people generally have a personality change. So he says that's when we get pulled out of the matrix. We get uploaded with a new personality and then we get reinserted. However, he found a way around this. All you have to do is chew a piece of bubble gum and then swallow it. I like it. Because I think he was saying that bubble gum will stay in your system for seven years. That's the only thing on the planet that's real. Yeah. So if you do this, then that's a way around being pulled out of the, the matrix. All right. You know what? Can't argue. <laughs> you, you can't. I was just going to say that, JJ, yeah. that I read that, like, our bodies basically, re, like, recreate themselves through, like, producing new cells every seven years. Yeah. Yeah, he did get into that, Unless too. you chew bubble gum. Swallow it. Well, that's only for the personality. Oh. Upgrade. That's so your personality stays the same. They don't pull you out to re-up personality at that point. That's a way oh. around it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sound logic. I can't argue that. Yeah. Twist says you should. I mean, we are we are astrologers. Twist says, what about, what if you shit the gum out super fast? Well, then you got to eat just constant piece. stream of gum. Yeah. You got to make sure at least one piece is in your system at all times. I mean, we were pretty big assholes like 15 years ago. Hey, appreciate you, brother. So I can kind of see that. I said we were pretty What's big assholes now? like 10, 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. We've mellowed. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Significantly so. But we grew up. It's true. We grew up, we gained wisdom. Um, we're still not the brightest bulbs in the box, but uh, can't confirm. Can't confirm. Yeah, I, I did get made fun of for asking how fast stars move. You are an. Actually, got us a bad review for that. An astronomer. I am. L- little did bad reviewer know. I'm actually that's what I do for a living is astrology. Major star movements. I do. Yeah. Everybody's got something to say. Did you get some new stickers made that are going to go up on the page soon? I got this creepy guy. Pretty neat. Huh? And we're probably going to get sued for this one, but it was too good to not create. 
It's probably going to be a shirt, too. And if Hulk Hogan wants to fight me, he knows where to find me. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good internet. Me get my ass beat by, like, 75-year-old Hulk Hogan. It'd probably be a hard fight. Yeah. His uh, back's probably as bad as mine. He's had, like, nine back surgeries. You might might have a chance. (laughs) Let me think. I had some things we we're going to talk about, but I forgot. So that being said, I had something weird happen Monday. A couple things, actually. So I get up pretty early to go to work, right? Like about four o'clock and go out to load my stuff into the car. And I live on a dead end street. There are a couple houses around, but not a lot. Maybe like four or five within within walking distance, really. And the primary attribute of my block there is the graveyard. So I walk out there to my car, and I hear a man talking. But like it was only it was only enough to know that it was a person talking. I couldn't make out what they were saying. So I'm like, all right, that's weird. Maybe somebody else is out <clears throat> getting ready for work, whatever. So I stand there for a little bit and I realize that it's not talking, it's singing. I'm like, what in the hell? So I stand there and I'm listening to it. Still can't make out any words, but you can, it's definitely has a melody and it's somebody saying words, but there's no music behind it. It's a cappella. Because at first I thought, well, maybe somebody left their radio on in their garage or something, but there's no music just a man singing and it's like it even makes it worse because you can't make out the words like it would almost be more comforting to know that it was like a person doing it or like a legit yeah, song that too it sounded one that you knew it sounded like <laughs> as crazy as it seemed it sounded like a hymn or something like it was it was weird so as i'm standing there i open my car door and I'm just standing there and I, I'm just like, what in the fuck? I said it out loud. And at that time, it was almost like I acknowledged it and it acknowledged that I acknowledged it and it just stopped. Done. I'm like, okay, that sucks. And then I went outside and uh, my car was all fucked up. So throwing all kinds of lights and codes and it was running all weird. Keep in mind, I've only had a couple months. Uh, Shut my engine off, turn it back on. Fine. No issues, except my cruise control wouldn't work, which is weird. So I messaged Sarah and she's like, yeah, mine did that like a week ago too. I'm like, what are the odds of both our cars being fucked up? And I got to thinking about like the Hellfire Farm. I'm like, what's the first thing that happened to them? Bro started fucking with their cars. I'm like, great, great. It's definitely what is happening uh, to you. Yeah, well, they can get it too. I ain't scared. I don't know, man. That's old world. That's old world I'll shit. I'll call Burks up. He can come over and kick it. Get rid of him. That's true. That's true. That's probably what I would do, actually. Hell yeah. Thanks, Peter. There's a bunch of cool stuff to, to look into. Oh. I saw some... 
awesome subjects come over. Intro intro webs. Salt your car. I need to. No, it's got it's got coke dust all over yeah, it. That's It'll be true. All right. It's the same thing. If the really. Fae or demon such my car, they immediately got cancer. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, dude, it's so weird. Like, we went to uh, forty in airwaves, right? And we we did mm-hmm. our little subject, uh, our little podcast there, which uh, mm-hmm. was a good time. But now I'm seeing it everywhere. Everywhere. It's popping up on TikTok everywhere, right? Our uh, dude, uh, not our dude, he doesn't know us, but we try to get him on the show. Museum of Tarot is doing kind of a series on it this week, which is weird. Like, it's just something I picked out of the blue. I heard it on YouTube or something from like four years ago. It just popped up. But he was actually a part of the experiment that I went over, right? He was in con. The yeah, he was in guy? contact with one of the scientists. So, they did an experiment that I did not find in my research, where, at the site where they had the the mirror set up, they had thousands of people around the world, and they were trying to project the images they were seeing in the mirror telepathically to them to see if they could pick it up. Right. And he, so would that, would that be almost like, like a, a forced remote viewing of. to a degree? Kind of. Yeah. And they would shoot these series of images out. And he basically says, he's like, I'm not going to go into stats or anything. He showed a little graph and he's like the probability of us, of this many people getting the correct symbols in the correct order. He's like, are astronomical. It's like, it shouldn't happen. And beyond that, he said it went on to almost prove that their theory of time, how time is happening all at once. It kind of almost confirmed that because people were getting the images were picked out from a computer program, the series. So they hadn't even been thought of yet. People were getting the series of images before the computer had put them out. Oh, that's weird. Super weird. Because I was going to ask, I'm like, how the fuck does that prove time? But then you you hit me with the the sneaky yeah. uppercut there, and okay, I guess I can I can wrap my my brain around because they that. said it took it. People were receiving them at different intervals, like weeks apart. Some people were getting them and getting them accurate before they were ever picked. That's fucking weird. Awesome. But Weird. Museum Matero built his own. Of course he did. And I'm did. like, what? He even took a, like a magnetometer, right? And when he, like he had a baseline reading of the room he was in. And he put the little pin for the magnetometer in the middle of the mirror. And the baseline was like between 39 and 41, whatever the fuck it measures. When you put it in there, it almost, it almost hit zero. Like it, it completely blocks out the magnetic field, I guess, whatever kind of energy it is. I'm saying we should get one. He said he, he built a 
smaller version of it, right? Yeah, that's what we should do. I'm here for it. And apparently when you block out all this all these this energy that's going on around the earth, you can tune in to all this alternate energy. They said it's just so loud in our consciousness and our brain all the time that you like it's always there, you just can't pick up on it. But if you block it out, then you can. I say we just build one and hang it in the room. Yeah, I'd say we just build one and wear it all the time. Build two of them. Okay. That'd be pretty awesome. I'm I'm here for it. I mean, unless unless the watcher shows up, then that's probably not so cool. Or the black black mass. I mean, probably not. It's whatever. Yeah. It was But it would be crazy to I wonder what would happen if you wrote a letter and put it in there. I don't, dude, I don't know. It was having different reactions from everything. So it's almost like it's not an actual time travel device. Clearly, you can't go back in time. But it's like your right. consciousness can exist in that weird plane where all time's happening. Forever, yeah, always. but it, like to a, to a degree, it kind of is time travel. To a degree, yeah. I mean, you can't like go back and alter things because you're just consciousness, right? Hmm. What if you? I don't know. Well, yeah, because they were seeing symbols from something. Yeah, and if that comes from a form of like time displacement. I feel like that's kind of borderline time travel to a degree. If whatever, if, if those symbols are coming from an intelligence out there, because you know, like the, what was communicating with them at first, what if that was, even if that was fucking 10 minutes in the future, that's still kind of a, a borderline communication between times or maybe it's just a a a time walkie talkie or kind of like the computer uh you know what i'm talking about i forget what that was called though remember when the computers were talking to each other from oh yeah yeah yeah. in the ghost in the machine episode you haven't listened to that go listen to it that's it yeah that's it banger it is a wild fucking story what even is time Except something that my job likes to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not to talk about it since we made it a 14 Airwaves special. Yeah. It's just a... I say we just build or acquire a small one. I think that dude sells them. I need to get a pair of those goggles because, like... Fuck yes. He was doing, he was checking like different rocks and crystals and shit with those aura goggles to see if they were putting off anything. It was Mm -hmm. pretty cool. (laughs) I'm just trying to get get a pair and look at the night sky. Yeah, what if you see shit? Then you're going to be scared. Well, that's the story of life. Yeah. True. 
Oh, JJ said she'll hook us up with hers. What? Let's go. What did he look at? He looked at a bunch of different um, crystals and shit. He looked at Oregon, which he had an Oregon pyramid. And it was clearly putting something out the top of this pyramid. Weird as shit. He put a black trumoline under there and it was doing nothing. Like it had no aura about it at all. Uh, he put something else under there too, but I can't remember. It was, it was weird. JJ didn't see anything with the goggles. JJ, is that because you can see stuff without the goggles? Does that's it only true. help people who aren't like? Ironically enough, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, oh, maybe this is like what people like JJ see yeah. all the time, but we just get. We get to do it with a pair of goggles. JJ yelled yes. That's all caps. Cool. That's what I was thinking. Like, you're probably so, like, they probably don't have any effect on you because that's just legit the world to you. Us. We don't have any, like, superpowers. No, and we don't. We're not locked down or subscribed to many things. Like I like I told Sean Clinn last night, like you and me are just kind of floating lame. in the ether. I didn't use the word lame, but not wrong. Not wrong. Trying to catch up on the chat here. Um, I know last time I was in here, you had some weird stuff going on. Uh, anything else come of that? Yes. Me? Remember you're hearing the bean again? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I've been pretty straight. Uh, I, I've i heard things in the night, but I just kind of rub them off where I'm like, yeah, it's probably not that I'm going to bed. This is stupid. Because I was up super late last night. I, uh, we did the interview and then I got some, uh, packages to mail out. Oh, damn. You were up after that. And, <laughs> yeah. I, st- I didn't get to bed till probably 1130. So I, I was, I was pretty beat up today, but, um, no, I, I haven't had anything weird that I can think of. I did. I, <laughs> I'm probably going to get a bunch of shit for this. <laughs> Here comes the smoke. But, yeah, definitely smoke. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get into details, but you know that within the past week, I've been a little worked up over some stuff. <clears throat> so here of late, I have just been slamming into the ether. Just fucking, I'm talking about rocket launcher. <laughs> intentions right out into the fucking ether saying hey if you're about that life why don't you show up and have a fucking conversation heal me motherfucker <laughs> let's do this i mean what better way if you're if you're if you are what you say you are it. what you claim to be then there is no there's no better burden of proof 
there's no better way to show that you are what you say you are than attempting to no to give us an opportunity to understand where 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 you're coming from if that makes sense trying to like kind of tiptoe around the the bush That's not there happen. but you know that right i know it's not rocket appliances for people to figure out exactly what the fuck i'm talking about they don't want anyone that questions the narrative Right. But the narrative is the opposite of them, per yeah. se. They don't want- so that's why I'm like, whatever. If you're about that life, then be about that life. Like I'm a I'm a pretty I'm a pretty reasonable person. And if you wanna figure out a way to not terrify me and you can approach me with that conversation, then I guess we're going to have that conversation. Um, they won't. So, I don't know. But, it, I don't know. I don't know. Recently, humanity has been letting me down. So, I'm kind of like, eh. I don't know that I have that much faith <laughs> anymore. It is. I don't know. Anytime, anytime a question's put forth that isn't on track, it's it's just disregarded. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I, I don't feel like a conversation would even go that good. Probably not. It'd probably suck for me. No, it would. It would suck for the listeners because they would just bounce the fuck out of here. Oh no, I'm I'm talking about the the actual thing. Oh. 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 The entity. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we already know that it's not good. We're just skipping yeah. the middleman. I was more more in tune with that. We already know the entity's not good, Kyle. Why are you I'm just why are you saying the benefit of the doubt? I don't know. It's what I do. <laughs> And for some crazy-ass reason, I feel like I feel like there's things in the ether, in the afterlife that have my back. I don't exactly have too much to worry about, per se. I say that, but... (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I think the whole thing's a big fucking scam, to be honest with you. Motherfucker trying to sell books. Well, it's just I don't know, man. Like I don't You were know. pretty heated after it, that dropped. Yeah. I just hate I don't like like I, I understand that there are a lot of people out there that are far smarter than me that you know look at look at me and the things that I say as dumb. Like absolute garbage. And that's fine. But take that as an opportunity to teach me. I'm like, I'm, I'm one of the most open people out there. Like I have no, I, and I have no problem at all whatsoever being like, if you were able to prove me wrong or even shit, there's times where you and me, we argued about the moon landing, for example. 
And we were, you and me were going back and forth. And then, and then you were like, well, what if they actually did go, but they saw something there? And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. I can wrap my brain around this. Like, all right. Like, there's things that you've, you've even presented to me where I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. I do see that. Like, I do. So I have no problem swallowing my own quote unquote pride and admitting that you're right or, or anything like that. Like it doesn't bother me at all. I'd rather know the answer than act like I know the answer yeah. and not actually That's know. That's what, it. I mean, you know, you, especially in the world of paranormal, you're not, you can't deal with absolutes, right? So you have to keep, you have to keep at least fraction of your mind open because there's, there's yeah. always going to be yeah. an opportunity where some something happens, somebody comes in with an experience, somebody comes in with some evidence, somebody comes in with some proof that could flip-flop your entire interpretation of what's going on. Oh yeah, exactly. And and you know, you should you should never be a hundred percent subscribed to one idea in particular because like you said, I mean fucking new evidence can come out tomorrow. And you just go, oh yeah, all right, well, that makes sense. Like I can get behind especially, that. Especially, that especially everything. in this. Nobody, ninety percent oh, of yeah. the stuff that we deal in, nobody knows for sure. You know what I mean? It would, yeah, not it wouldn't not be the unexplained if people explained it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, and that's the thing too, is that. I mean, it's it's my forever go-to example, uh, the giant squid. Giant squid was literally a cryptid until it wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? The second they figured out that it was real, it, it removed itself from the cryptid list onto an actual yeah. animal list. Giant pandas, same thing. Mountain gorillas, right. same thing. Exactly. And so, I mean, that's... that's like that's dead on by saying like once once it's explained it just completely it's not a part of the unexplained anymore it's they'll put some scientific term to it and now it just becomes a part of the normal world even if it's really not that normal yeah cuz there's still people that are confused about octopus and stuff which are terrifying animals they I are fucking like they're weird. animals some people think they're aliens. I'm c- closer in that camp. <laughs> it's you should if you want to talk to somebody about octopus, octopi, no. talk to Justin from Cryptos of the Corn. Or, oh yeah, he said sure after the pancake and uh, breakfast and like what even? There's schools of octopus that have domesticated fish. In the ocean. They turn fish into, into slaves? To pets. Yeah, well, pets. workers, essentially, yeah. They will... <laughs> I I'm, I can't even do it any justice, right? Can't even do it any justice to try to explain it because I don't know the name of the fish and I'm going to sound like an idiot, but essentially they were the two top predators fighting over the same food source. So you can see these fish would communicate by flashing uh, different colors to each other. The octopus watched them do that, learned it. So instead of being the two top predators, they work together where these fish will corral or the fish would go into the coral reefs to hide from these, these 
fish that were domesticated, the octopus domesticated. Mm -hmm. So the predatory fish will group them into this coral reefs and then the octopus will come in, run them out and they'll both eat on the fish. (laughs) That's crazy. It's, I know they're smart. I've seen videos of them kind of in a way doing that to humans where they'll get out in front of a human and start changing colors and shit. So they become distracted. And then the one will come up from the back and grab you and try dragging you all the way to the bottom. Oh yeah. What he was talking about, uh, I think it was a Humboldt squid, the octopus from finding Dory or whatever. The one that was just a menace to the people that mm-hmm. were in the aquarium is based off a true story. Like the octopus that was in this aquarium, I forget his name, memorized the security guard patterns because fish would go, these, these rare exotic fish in this aquarium would go missing. He would memorize the pattern. Okay, so Ralph's walking through at 8.52. Frank Rott walks back by at 9.12. I've got so many minutes to get out of this tank and get a snack and get back in. So he, he figured out insane. all the locks on his tank and how to get out. He would go eat the fish in between when the security guards got back and make him make his way back into his tank. There's also, I don't like, I don't know if it's become like folklore or what, but apparently the first owner of the aquarium didn't really give too much of a shit and gave him some bad shrimp. He had got out of his tank carrying this piece of bad shrimp, got into the air duct, and as the dude was sitting in the office monitoring the cameras, gets hit with the bad shrimp. I hope it's real. Get the fuck out of here. I hope it's real, I too. I hope it's real. That's, that's, that's clear intelligence. Dude. Like, that's being petty as fuck. I think, I think if humans go extinct... And it's not, if humans go extinct and it's an event that doesn't affect the oceans much, octopus is taking over. Or probably Or ants. It'll be the next, the, the evolution of the octopus. you think if it's going to be in an event that wipes out humans outside of some sort of strictly human virus, it's probably going to take out most other large primates too. Like a comet hitting or oh, yeah. ice age or something, which I mean, I could get bad enough to where it yeah. freezes the ocean, but I'm going to say, or a thermonuclear yeah, war, which would probably have a bad effect on most things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, crows are pretty smart. Yeah. But octopus are not next level. Yeah. And they live in the water and that's just scary enough. Yeah. They're terrible. Um, he talked about this huge colony that lived somewhere off the coast of Washington. These giant octopus. They're like the biggest octopus in the Pacific Ocean or some shit. There was an old bridge that mm-hmm. collapsed or was demolished. And they just left all the concrete and shit there. So they built this colony. <clears throat> and there are reports of the octopus interacting with people on the beach. Like they'll throw beach balls out and they'll hit them back. And this one guy was, uh, I forget what he was doing. He's using some kind of winch. And all of a sudden, something was tugging on this winch. So he would pull it back, and he, it was a big tentacle wrapped up around it. And he would pull, and then the guy would pull. And then he would pull, and the guy would pull. And after he stopped, like they were playing back and forth. When he stopped, 
octopus just let it go and just took on about its about its business. That's weird. That's it. I don't even know where to where to go. <laughs> John says, "Wait till wait till they grow feet." I know the evolution of yeah. Then what are we gonna do? And then we are done because definitely way smarter than me. Can you imagine like? <laughs> And they have like sixty hands, essentially. <laughs> yes, somebody's gonna roast you with this with the octopus hands. <laughs> yeah, you imagine working in an aquarium and you're just so burnt out about your job. You're like, you know what? I don't even care that these shrimp are expired. Here you go. You're gonna eat them regardless. Like twenty five minutes later, you get hit in the face with those rotten ass shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> While you're not even by the aquarium, you're sitting in the break room having a having a, a Twinkie. And then you just feel pop. <laughs> Dude, I'd be, be like, what? I'd immediately blame my coworkers right off the rip. Oh, yeah. Then you just see a water trail back to the, yes. the tank. And you're like, all right, yes. I'm out of here. Fuck this. You, yeah, if you guys get a chance, you definitely need to talk to him about it. If you can corner him, I know they're going to be at uh, Crypticon. Crypticon. Tell him. Paul's guy needs needs you to talk about the octopus stories. And then he'll oh, just go he, on. He, he, he's, he loves it. The dude is a biologist. So he knows all the animals ever. Ever. Existed. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and just listen to him talk. You're just like, What? Their next lawn chair documentary that's coming out is a banger. I won't talk about it because it's not my yard to mow, but they did show a sneak peek at Fortian. It's money. And terrifying. That sucks. Oh, yeah. The... What's the word I'm looking for here? Ramifications. If what they're finding out is true... Explains a lot and also sucks. How does it suck? In the fact that there is a population of giant creatures roaming around, specifically, probably the southeast, south, that. So below us. Yeah, may, maybe here. I don't know. Like, what range of, like, climate they they can thrive in? Well, I know what animal you're talking about. One would assume they would be able to yeah. live here. Especially if they had migration habits, like most yeah. things do. Then they'd be all right. Sucks. Yeah. But that also means that they're flesh and blood. Yeah. And if you've ever watched Predator, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Unless it bites through your femur bone first. Oh, there is that. But I don't know when it drops. They showed us a little sneak peek. They hadn't really uh, got finished up with the editing or anything. But (laughs) the research they're putting in is money. And it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Even just I'll even just listening to uh, them talk about it and the interviews they do and the research that they pick up, 
it's 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 all the pieces are there for there to be a fully breeding population of something that is not supposed to be here being here <laughs> it sucks it sucks it would also be crazy that they're that good at hiding yeah and just stay in the way there's a, there's a lot of empty ass despite all the yeah, encounters there's a lot of empty ass places know. out there there is I think and people grossly underestimate the amount of land that just kind of doesn't see people without giving it away again i probably shouldn't even be talking about it but without giving it away they probably are being seen because if i came to work and said hey i just saw this cross the road my coworkers would be like you're you're crazy drug test yeah go home (laughs) (laughs) that's more accurate so they probably are being seen and people are just not taking it seriously because they're like, hey, this is the United States. You're stupid. Yeah, I could agree with that. I could so with that. when it drops, we will let you know. All right, I'm going to pop oh, this. Damn, I've been yakking for the last 45 minutes. <clears throat> so if anybody's got any questions, any topics, whatever. Stories. Also, want to snow. shout All out in. our friends at Spooks, Creeps, and Assorted Devilries. Um, they're yeah. just dope. They help. They share the show like expecting nothing in return. They like just OGs. Just help and promote just yeah. because. Like that. Much that is a rarity nowadays. Yeah. I know the Strange Road yeah. Boys do it a lot. AI does it a lot. Yes. So shout out to you boys too. Hey, we got a call. Hey, welcome to the night shift. Yo. What's going on? Hey, gents, it's JD What's from Discord. Up? Right on. Want to give you some stories? Let's go. Okay, so the first story was—it's actually my oldest uh, memory that I have. I was—I was about eleven months old. I was standing up in my crib. And I remember my crib being against the wall, adjacent to the window. It was at nighttime. And I remember a beam of light was coming in from the moon. And I remember seeing these, like, little critters, like, playing along with, like, those little um, alphabetical blocks you get from when you're a kid. They're made out of wood and they're carved, and they have different colors, depending on which alphabet alphabet it was like a was red and b was blue etc and i just remember seeing these little guys i'm assuming they were they were fey but they would be like moving them around in my room and like pushing them over and playing with them and stacking them it was kind of bizarre but it wasn't really scary at the time now that i think about it when i was a child i was i lost my mind but um that was the first one and the the craziest thing that I remember from that was that they knew I was watching them. They didn't care. They just kept on doing their uh, doing their little activity there. It was, it was bizarre. And then the next story I have, uh, they're both pretty – this one's quick too. Um, I was deployed to Saudi Arabia. I was at uh, Riyadh Air Base. And – I was coming from the chapel area. The entire area was 
rock and most of it was tense, but we also have some of these solid foundation. Um, it was a solid foundation buildings where, um, you know, the whole uh, wall and, um, you know, the four, I forget what they're called. They're normal houses ultimately, but they're in like the Middle Eastern fashion. And um, anyways, I was on the way to like the gaming tent. Um, I was coming from the, like the chapel house to the gaming tent and i saw this weird this weird red cloud it was just like kind of hovering in the middle of the walkway and um it was see-through but you can also kind of i also kind of saw like little like lightning bolts within it like it was it was intelligent like you could tell you could feel there's an energy um with it and I would assume that it was like a jinn of some sort because of the area and what it kind of looked like. It wasn't quite corporeal, but it was a, a cloud or, or whatnot. But it wasn't black. It was red. Um, and that was that's my two stories I got for you, gentlemen. For the first one, have you had any other like odd happenings that you would probably like write off but could be attributed to fey activity have they like stuck with you since you were a child um it's funny you say that i've um i've been kind of uh always kind of obsessed with the fey especially uh throughout my childhood you know um i got i got heavily into irish lore in like my teenage years um, and I, uh, I do remember I was probably about eight, seven or eight at the time. And it was the weekend before Easter. Um, I was looking through, oh, the back window of my, um, neighbor's house. I was sitting in their kitchen with next to my mom and, my uh we were over there just spending some time with the neighbors we were pretty close and i remember seeing through the window this like little this little guy who was just kind of in like an army crawl position looking through the window at me um he had like the stereotypical um coned hat but it was he was like brown and he was just kind of staring at me he wasn't really making any like menacing movements, but I saw him and he saw me and that, that was pretty much that. It wasn't, I didn't really get any weird vibes from him or anything. Um, but, and then uh, during my late teenage years to my early twenties, um, I was, I was heavily into paganism, especially like the, uh, Celtic reconstruction um, path of it, where there's a lot of um, historical references and um, a lot of uh, cultural appreciation and respect for like the Irish deities and stuff. And um, I'm sure all that kind of pushed me towards that path, but um, that was the uh, 
that all that crazy stuff probably led to that. I was I was just curious if they've kind of like I know it sounds creepy, but kind of like tagged you to where they keep track of you from now on. That's a good point. That's what I actually kind of thought about that too. You know, also was thinking about like, what if it's just an ancestry thing too? You know, I have a lot of Celtic ancestry on both my sides of family, you know, maybe we, our ancestors brought them to the U S and you just kind of follow yeah, us just around. Keeping an eye on you, making sure everything's fine. Yep. Interesting. Definitely yeah, interesting. I, uh, I don't know a whole lot about the Jin. I'm going to have to do some research on them because they definitely interest me, but I just don't, I don't know a whole lot. So what I've learned, I've done a little bit of research after that like incident, is that there's twelve. If I'm correct, there's twelve different versions of Jin. One of them that we're all familiar with, with is the term Ghoul. Ghoul actually comes from Arabic, and it's a type of Jin. Um, but due to you know Hollywood and games and whatnot, they kind of removed it from that culture and made something different. Um. And then you got the um, – there's a few other types that everybody's familiar with. You got the genie, and then you got the um, the Efreet. The Efreet's another one. Um, but those are, I think, the only ones that I know of. I'll have to do some digging. But, I would say that that's probably a fair assessment of what you saw when you were deployed, that it was probably a djinn. You know, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like – you know, what are the odds? Like, I've always kind of been that weird kid that's always seeing and witnessing the weird stuff. Um, but in the Middle East, of all places, in the middle of a deployment, I mean, I guess it's not that weird. Uh, service members see stuff all the time. Yeah, I was going to say, but, you, you hear a lot of stories from the deployment over there. Weird shit, all types. Like, we did the one where there were a group of guys claiming that there were fucking vampires over there. That's crazy. Yeah. Like it was so, it was so, it it was so ingrained in the locals, like lore and life that whenever they thought or, you know, quote unquote, knew vampires around, they would pull all their animals in and keep them inside until they knew it was safe. (laughs) See, like, I mean, how, I wonder how far that stuff goes back. Probably Mesopotamia. I'd just, you know, I'm sure say, it's ancient. But, yeah, especially in that area of the world, the the cultures and the history go back probably farther than we even know. You know, it's oh, I'm sure old, old evil. <laughs> For sure, and uh, I'd like to say that I appreciate you guys, man. Like, I first started getting back into like the paranormal stuff with like the round table, but Unlike them, you guys aren't like super dogmatic with your work, which I highly appreciate it. You guys look at everything with an open mind and everything's not black and white. You know, there's a lot of gray area with a lot of this stuff. And I think that's the, that's the healthy way we got to approach this topic. You know, if if you see demons in every single shadow, you know, how are you going to ever learn anything? You're going to be scared of everything. So we actually, we actually, you know, 
kind of kind of go into that in the interview we did yesterday. Yeah, almost in a almost verbatim way, like what when you, what you just when you said. said it. I'm like, <clears throat> you're you're gonna like Monday's episode. Hell yeah, brothers! <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, keep uh, keep us updated with like your next outings. I would love to like meet you guys at a conference or whatever. Oh, yeah, I just wasn't able to make it to Ohio. That's across the country for me. Are right. right on. Yeah, if we ever make it out your way, we'll definitely post it out there. Hell yeah! Well, gents, I'll keep watching. Have a great night, and you too. Thank you. Stay safe, brother. Thank you. Of course, you too. Bye. Bye. I, I, for some reason, I really dig the Fey Encounters. Same. It's just so... Like, I, I wanted to lose my shit when he was like, there's that little dude. He was in the army crawl position with his little yeah. pointy hat. And I'm like, that's fucking it's awesome. So... It's kind of scary, but it's awesome. So, what do you do? What well, what the fuck would you do if you essentially saw a lawn gnome arming crawling to your window Dude, to watch I, you? I don't know. Nothing. Exactly. What would like, army what crawl do? do? <laughs> that would be that would be it's pretty funny solid because though. while I was in Texas, like we like we're still we're still dealing. Phone call. Hold that thought. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? You there? Are you panicking? Hello? Yo. Hey, what's going on? Hello? Yo again. Hello. <laughs> um, All right, that didn't work. Let me finish my story, which I don't remember what I was going to say, actually. Uh, something about Oh, yeah, Texas. yeah, yeah. We're still dealing Oh wait, they're calling back already. <laughs> hey, welcome to the night show. What's going on? Hey, 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 Steve, Kyle, what's going on? What's up? Hey, this is Lyle. I just had a quick story I want to tell you guys. We're here for it. Absolutely. All right, so I'm from uh, Western Iowa, kind of over by the over by the river. So I got a quick story here. I don't really remember this myself but my brother and sister and mother tell me all about it so anyways here we go when we were little we uh had this area of trees that was like quarter mile away from our house yeah you could see it from the house so it wasn't too big of a deal we'd go play there and apparently one of the times we went over there we were all just mid playing all of a sudden something just was telling us and just in our minds that we needed to be face down in the dirt. So there we are all just face down in the dirt. And they say that we couldn't like think about even getting up and we could kind of tell like there was something around us. And I say, I don't remember any of this, but my brother says his face was kind of like facing the left a little bit. And he says, he saw what looked like a telephone pole coming out of the sky and kind of hovering above the ground. And it was just sitting there and that's all he really remembers. And he says, we all got up and started running towards the house and 
my mom was just confused. She had no idea what we were all crying and screaming about. And they told her and she was like, what the hell? So she got some guns and put us in the basement and she just kind of held us there for a while. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the whole story there. (laughs) I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know. I, uh, that is <laughs> so bizarre. Yeah, I, I thought you guys would like it. I, my buddy's been making me listen to you guys while we're gaming for like a couple months now. So I was like, heck, maybe they'll answer my call. Dude, I don't, sure. I don't even know if I've yeah. heard of an encounter similar to that. I don't think I yeah. have. Not that I've, not that I've heard anywhere. Oh, that is. Dude, I don't even know. That's so weird. I should uh, should get my brother or my sister to call in some of these nights and tell you a more clear story. But Dude, I would. That's just kind of what I would I've been love told. to hear it from their perspective because that is so bizarre. Super. It could. I mean, essentially, could have been a craft, probably. But you. You know, he they we were pretty young, and he explained it as like telephone yeah. pole. So. Yeah, you know, I mean, could have been anything. That's cigar shaped, essentially. Yeah, yeah. See, that's where that's where I went with it when I was talking yeah. to him about it. I was like, "Heck, it could have been something." <laughs> then you have what? What I guess essentially tell telepathic communication yeah. to a degree, right? Yeah, it's, they say that like we we couldn't even like think about getting up. Like we're almost like, all right, we have to we have to be face down, almost like. Almost like we were playing a game, and it's like, hey, Ed, don't break the rules. You gotta, you have to lay down. Like sleep, like sleep paralysis. That, kind of like that. Uh, now, well, now that you say that, I we did a, a story once where this little kid, they they essentially found an ET in the kid's home, and all of them were there: the moms, the kids, the dad, and the two boys got put in the living room because all the lights, all the power was out. And they remember, the oldest boy remembers seeing uh, the gray first. And he was petrified. Absolutely terrified. But this thing had the ability to not only, like, paralyze them, but it also influenced them to smile and, like, physically act, excuse me, physically act like they accepted the gray. However, inside... They're like screaming, like they're, they're fucking terrified. Yeah, but he's that's, like, that's not cool. he's <laughs> like, I was smiling and like letting this thing touch me, even though I wanted to just scream and cry and run away, but I couldn't. Almost, I couldn't almost to not entice fear and in, into everybody else around. You know, we were probably yeah. at that point also oh, under the gosh. hypnosis of, of whatever's going on because. I've looked into this where essentially it is, it is almost like a form of hypnosis when, when people encounter these things, like with the sleep paralysis and stuff, like it (laughs) puts you under to the point to where you almost know that something's going on sometimes more where you have to have regressions and whatnot to remember. But there was a couple encounters that I read. Like I always refer to the police officer that actually took his sidearm apart to where he couldn't, physically harm the beings took his radio apart to where he couldn't call for help took his cell phone apart to where he couldn't call for help all during this encounter 
wild. <laughs> well, I, maybe it's something similar. I I couldn't tell you, but that's that's pretty much the only story I had out there on that old farm. So. Everything else is kind of like, you know, just you know the, the ghost sightings, but it's just you know, and there's nothing concrete, nothing that I could tell you. But yeah, I just want to share that, and uh, I appreciate your show. So appreciate hope you guys have yeah, a good you one as well. Appreciate Stay you safe, in, brother. Man. Oh yeah, you too. I. <sighs> Those, those, okay, we'll go, we'll go through this first. Those, uh, encounters like that, that are, I almost consider them one-offs, you know, cause mm-hmm. essentially if a little kid says they see a telephone pole, you're, you're going to think it's probably like, it's going to look like a telephone pole. They're not going to mistake a whole right. lot of yeah. stuff, but it's almost as if like, it's almost as if there's a, an alternate super nefarious sort of element to whatever was going to happen at that farm. Like whatever these things were, they did not want the children to see it. Whatever they were going to do. Yeah. They did not want the children to see. keep your face down. You, you don't want any part of this makes you wonder if maybe it was like some kind of animal mutilation they were going to do or some, something of that sort, but they didn't want. It's just yeah. gross. But it almost it almost borders on. Hang on, hang on, texting caller. Hang on. Let's it almost borders on empathy, where they didn't want to freak the kids out too much. You know what I mean? They didn't want. If that were the case, they didn't want those memories ingrained in the children. Which makes you feel a kind of way. It's like, are they being? <laughs> hey, kids! Don't watch me as I murder this cow. <laughs> and I. Yeah. I don't want to emotionally scar you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And back, (laughs) reversing back to my Faye, uh, we're still dealing with the silverware disappearing, which initially Sarah was blaming on me for taking my lunch, taking them in my lunch, throwing away. Well, I just stopped taking my lunch. You can't blame me for that anymore. So we're down to like four forks. I go to Texas. Sarah messaged me. She's like, we got five forks. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, five forks now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, That's we've weird. always had four since, since the face started stealing them. Now we got one back. I'm like, now we're getting phantom forks that are appearing. <laughs> oh, they were probably I posted that on Reddit it. probably three or four years ago. I'm still getting people finding it and replying to it. Like, I know this yeah. is like three years, three years past when you posted this, but I'm down to two spoons. You would think that like every landfill just has to be just nothing but silverware at this point. Not at the fire takeover. That's true. Them. Making weapons out of them for the for the that? great Fay takeover of twenty twenty six. All right, here we go. Text and caller calling. Copy that. Thanks for letting me talk. Yes, sir. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Hey guys. It's me, Rosemary Chaz. How are y'all? Good. Good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, thank you guys for doing what you do. You're awesome. And hello, Hollow Cult. Um, I had a weird experience today that I just have to tell somebody. Oh boy, it's fresh. Yes, it happened today at work. So I'm just um sitting there, and I try to um turn my podcast back on, and um. I do like the double tap 
on the earbuds to make it play, but it didn't play the podcast. Instead, I heard this like static, like, you know, whenever you have a microphone and you're talking to the microphone and like, if you were to like brush it against your clothes or something, it would go like, mm-hmm. make that noise. Okay. That's what my earbud was doing. It went from like earbud mode to microphone mode, which is something I'm not familiar with. If that's a setting, I don't know. But like when my hair would brush against it, it would make that loud noise. But here's what freaked me out. Whenever I double tapped it, my podcast didn't play. Instead, I heard be aware from a lady's voice, like a woman's voice. But it was like robotic, like it was my earbud saying it. Okay. But my earbud doesn't say that. My earbud says things like power on, high battery or low battery or whatever. It doesn't say be aware. That was really freaking weird. That <laughs> is weird. I don't know. What do you think? I think that I think I'd be aware. <laughs> be be yeah. on. And so then I'm like thinking, is it be aware or is it beware? Oh, no, like, don't do why? that. We don't want beware. We just be aware is like a is like a good positive. Like keep your eyes open. We don't want anything with negative connotation. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, let me just tell him what's going on. And it is like a woman. Have y'all heard of the cosmic speech? She's kind of cool. I like her. And, um, but, you know, she has like a real energetic voice and not robotic. So I know it wasn't her. It was two different times. Um, what else? So what is also weird is I was wearing a copper bracelet for the first time so I don't know if I had some kind of interference with my earbuds. And I'm on the earbud right now that it all started with. And so I had put it away and let it charge and then, you know, pull it back out tonight. And it's not doing that weird, like, crinkling noise when I was telling you, like, this guy. So I just think that something happened in my earbuds and then I caught some kind of interference. It is weird. It is mm-hmm. strange. <laughs> J- JJ says both be aware and beware. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Burton just said be aware is when you can hear your surroundings and listen to the podcast. Oh, like it's. So I don't know like if that's an actual a, thing or not, like an actual yeah, setting. Can, Apparently, it's a triple tap. <clears throat> oh, so it really does that. Maybe. Oh. Maybe, because maybe Twiz also said that his do that with the JBL app. Yeah, I guess I need to talk to you anymore. It's made on your earbuds to hear people when you're out in your surroundings. It's actually kind of smart, but it could also be taken. You're gonna have to do some. Ex- do some experiments with them. Yeah, I mean, you can still take it as a sign. Yeah. It's always good to be aware. Not good to be aware. Hollow Cult saves, saves the day. That's right. Right on. Thank you, guys. You too. 
Holocaust out here solving mysteries. Mystery solved. Let's go. Yeah, because I just use like cheap ass ten dollar. Mine disappears so much at work, like they fall out. My earbuds fall out, and when you drop a black earbud into a bunch of coke and coal dust, they're done. Yeah, fine. Gone. Yeah. So I'll buy them in bulk when Walmart has like. Ten dollar sales on wireless earbuds. I'll just buy as many as I can. That's weird that everybody's <clears throat> talking about that company. We just tried getting sponsored by. Yeah, them. Jesus, dude, you're nuts. But we love Raycon. You. Yeah, we might. We might. They haven't said anything back, but they did put out initial feelers. Yeah, for maybe being sponsored. I know uh, Apple Podcasts just destroyed us. And downloads. So that will probably have a lot to do with any kind of host red ads we have going yeah. forward. For a hot minute. Yeah. Smacked us. So thanks, new ISO app. You're really helping your boys out. Dude, I love that we like can have callers call in with a mystery and like the cult immediately is like, we got this. Yeah. We got you. That would, like, if I had no idea. I, if, I, I'm just getting ready to say this. It would freak me the hell out. Fuck yes. I was just getting ready to say that. It would it would terrify me if I was clicking on it and it was like, beware. Yeah. What the fuck you talking about? Yeah, bro. I heard people that? singing unknown languages in the graveyard. If my headphones started talking yeah, to me. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say Coke Dust. And not the extracurricular type. <laughs> it's the type, the type that, that just sits cancer. in your lungs and like you're off work for five days and you'll just get a random hack and you'll, you're like, oh yeah, that's probably not supposed to be there. Not the extracurricular coke dust. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I don't know if is it the same. Let me look at my phone real quick. If I can find it in the vastness of messages here. Oh yeah, it's the same people. Flavor Forest. They're sending us some uh some garlic. Let's go. So that should be in the P.O. box. Hell yeah. Free. Yep, they're in the Let's chat go. right now. I'm a big yeah. fan of garlic. So if I ever encounter any vampires, I'm probably good. That's probably why you haven't encountered any Preemptive. Yes. I like it. That's the way, that's the way like we do. Uh-oh. Here's a familiar friend. It is kind of like a sponsor. Hey, welcome to the night show. What's going on? Hello. You have reached Hollow Sky Technical Support. How may we be? It's time for the twistery of the night. Welcome, What's up, fellas. Welcome, What's going on, buddy? Do you ha- either? You happen to listen to Bigfoot and Beyond? Is that with uh, no, Bobo and Cliff? 
Cliff I, and Bobo. I always yeah. think about it, but I never yeah. do. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, apparently, I know you, everybody saw it, the Bigfoot on the train. Yes, yes. Yeah. Apparently, Cliff knows somebody that works uh, with a, like a sports and uh, tackle shop. And they have on their website that exact Bigfoot costume. And I guess they use it for promotions and stuff. So they go out. He, he doesn't know for a fact that's what it was that they were going out to, you know, give everybody a viral moment on the train or whatever. But they've kind of backdoor alluded to one of their dudes wearing the suit. And it's this uh, people say that there's. Uh, a lot better footage than we get because it's so pixelated and everything, but there's footage out there that's high resolution. And he says it's almost exactly the mask that they use. So I saw that too. I hate to pee in everybody's suits. I I mean, it didn't, it's actions were weird too. Like it didn't even react to the giant, human hauling tube that was roaring by it. It just kind of walked out and sat down. I'm like, well, that's kind of a little sus, you know, for a creature that's super elusive, you'd think it would want to get the hell away from everybody. And then I started seeing, uh, the, at first I saw it was like a, like a camper, like an RV dealership had one as a, as a mascot, like a, a guy in a suit. And then I heard all this other stuff. So I'm like, chances are probably not legit. Yeah. That might be it. Maybe I heard him wrong, and it was a because that sounds more familiar to me than what I said. So maybe it was that RV. Did you place that uses the see the new one out of Australia that dropped yesterday? The one with no, the, oh, dude. It is could easily be set up. What are you doing? Could easily be set up, right? Cause there's no actual creature in the video, but these guys come out and they're, they're at like a job site. Cause there's, you can see like equipment tracks and shit, but there is a feral hog torn in half at this site. Like half of its body's over here and the other half's kind of across this, this little path. And there are these monster footprints leading away from it. Like they, when they were coming out, they interrupted whatever this thing was getting ready to have a bacon snack. And this hog is ripped into. I was going to post it on the TikTok, but I'll get, I'll get a warning immediately when I post it because that hog is ripped in half. But if you search it, it should be. If I find it, I'll post in the Discord. But it's, I mean, easily faked. But I do want to believe that it's real. It's one Could it have been blood. Randy? Say that again. Could it have been Randy? From Trailer Park? No, bro. Snap into a sleeve. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brother. That's that's accurate. I hope he did do that. Like probably. Just was like oh. he he was that that desperate for Slim Jim. Just cracked it. I don't know. I know ruse are strong, but I don't know that they have any 
I don't know enough about Australia other than they have a bunch of spiders and everything's trying to kill you there. I mean, I don't know that they have anything big enough to rip a a, a hog in half, do they? I don't think they have that many. I mean, other yeah, than a yowie. I don't think they have any real big predators. Like, I, I, granted, everything's a predator. Everything will kill you, but I don't think. Yeah, everything's I don't think big. there's a whole lot of things that's going to rip you limb from limb down there. That's not in the ocean. I mean, if if I'm if I'm just spitballing and going away from it, then I would say maybe feral dogs. I know that's a big problem there, but even feral dogs it would have a hard time like ripping if if it's if it's torn like you're saying, just like. You grab one end and grab the other and rip it like a piece of paper. I don't, I don't think dogs could do that. I think one side would be tore up more than the other. Yeah, you know what I mean. And if I, but I think feral dogs are the only things that could do that. Yeah, and it's. I mean, you know, I'm trying to think. I only watched the video once. I'm trying to remember if there was a lot of like blood and gore at the scene, and I don't think it stands out like that. It's just like too, yeah. That's that's a fact, Virgil. It was just like two halves, like almost like it had killed it somewhere else and was carrying it with it. And then I don't know if it got spooked, if it found something tastier than bacon, which probably is not possible. I don't know. I've never eaten Australian bacon. Maybe it's different. Maybe it's not. Probably pretty good. But yeah, it just hit the seven. It just hit the Seven Eleven and it's going home to put it in the refrigerator for later. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know how it is. You get a snack you want to take If I find it, I'll try to eat half of it now, half of it. Try to post it up because it's it's interesting. I mean, you got the footprints, which are well easier to fake than an actual sighting. But then you also have a feral hog torn in half. So I mean, I guess that's that could easily be faked. But I'm just gonna go with it's it's a yaoi. You have to think that. The Australian species of Bigfoot has to be infinitely worse than the rest because it's got to be like top of the food chain of a giant island where everything else is top of the food chain. So. It's true. It's pretty sound logic. Well, that's the thing about Australia, too, is that from what I understand, everybody's on both coasts. You're either on the West Coast or the East Coast. There's nothing in the middle. It's just like wild. So nobody goes out there except like Aborigines and people who live off the land and stuff. So and Yowies. Yeah, if it, if yeah, if everything's trying to kill you and you're a Yowie out there, yeah, you got to be on your toes, man. You don't want to get bit by a spider or a snake or anything out there that's trying to kill you. <laughs> Could you imagine being like an Australian Bigfoot and you're just out there tearing hogs in half and shit, fighting off giant, like ripped ass kangaroos and you get bit by a spider and that's what takes you out. Oh, that'd be the worst. That sucks. Sucks. Cause there's nothing you can do unless you have like, spit remedies where they chew up a bunch of leaves and stick it on there and it heals them or something like yeah there's nothing you're gonna do that'd be the worst that's true well 
before I go, you know I gotta poke the bear. So so what's the deal, Kyle? What? You just don't wanna you don't wanna name names or anything like that. You, that's pretty much what it comes down like to. That. That's pretty much what it comes down to. <laughs> oh man, you're killing me. It's not no, rock, like it's not it. rocket appliances. You'll figure it out. He doesn't want to like he doesn't want to <laughs> sling the shit. He just wants to kind of toss it a little bit. Uh, yeah, just that's why it. you. That's why after the show you let me know <laughs> so I can do it for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I imagine whatever it is, funny man. Don't let haters steal your shine, bro. No, no, no. You know no. what I mean? <clears throat> no, it's just. I, I know, know. I, I know. know how, I know when you, I'm, I'm the same way. When I get worked up, it's laser focused, and that's all <laughs> I care about. I feel you. I'm just saying. If Steve is saying you got worked up, you got worked up. Oh yeah, you, you had a twist. You had a twist. You had a twist incident this week. So yeah, all I'm saying is, don't let don't let the haters steal your shine, bro. We got your back. I appreciate that. It was, it was getting You're a little. Yeah, he was a little worked up. I'm mad. <laughs> like I said, if <coughs> if I happen to get a DM after the show, <laughs> I, I, I'm. I, let me just say, I am not affiliated with Hollow Sky Podcast <laughs> right. or or anything like that. In my ideas and thoughts are my own, so I will holler at you later, guys. Right yeah. on. Stay safe, Twiz. Later, guys. Yeah. Later. You too. <laughs> That's one thing. Like you got you got spiritual warriors on the other side. You got a whole cult on this side. Like, thankfully, yeah. I think we're gonna be all right. I oh, love how our yeah, brains uh, like yeah, just we're on opposite ends of that. When you were talking about it, I I immediately went toward like nerd, and you immediately went toward like interdimensional entity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, uh, they're just attributes about things that drive me fucking nuts because words are very important. Attitudes are very important. Humbleness and, and I will directly quote, humility is important as well. That's something I don't know a whole lot about. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of where I'm getting at. That's okay. That's here nor there. That's just personal opinions. Yeah. Oh, 100%. of yeah stuff and things yeah 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 i mean everybody knows that irl we're pretty decent yeah. people if this podcast would have been 15 years ago there we we would have been shut down or oh yeah we would be fighting beat like up. legitimately fighting yeah everyone. it would have been bad yeah yeah because we come from a long lineage Giant of egos. As, as, yeah, that and asking for all the smoke. <laughs> We've had to cage the egos a little bit since we got older. Yeah. And that's. And it'll forever be my go to, but like just proofs in the pudding. Like when we were in a band and a record label on the East Coast is like, hey, <clears throat> like to sign you guys. And Steve goes, fuck you. Probably not my smartest <clears throat> move, but. Yeah, like legitimately, that is, I'm not exaggerating. That's what happened. Yeah. We got messaged. Like, hey, help, like, you guys are pretty you guys, dope. Get some recordings. And I'm like, <laughs> goes, whatever. You. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs>
It'll ever, it'll forever be the highlight of my metal career. <laughs> the fact that we didn't get our asses beat well more. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It was cool. It, it was, was a good timing. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a lot of egos <laughs> shoved into one band. <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. It was interesting. Good, good times. times. Good, good times until yeah. then. Yeah. The, that was, that's a recipe for disaster from from the get go. Yeah, that would have turned into a VH1 behind the music if it kept going. Yeah, that ain't no shit. That's no shit. Hold on, what am I? What am I missing in the chat here? What's everybody talking about? I don't know. I gave up. It was going I too see fast. JJ sending out people. Birdie's reading my mind. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So there is that. Uh, oh, Burton. That's a. Those are old, long gone days. I probably. I don't even. Know I've been picked up a guitar, guitar probably so. forever. Long time. I did used to throw it into the crowd, though. So it was good time. Take that for what you will. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> so, what do you think, Hollow Chat? We had about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll probably wrap her up unless we got some stuff to talk about. And I'm breaking call. Hold on. We're still here, Wade. We're still here. We'll take, yeah, we'll take that bring call. Bring her in. Ace of Sweden. Yeah, take care. Out in across the ocean there. Ace of Sweden. Thanks for hanging out with us, staying up. I don't even know what time it is over there. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, JoJo's from Australia. Yeah, what? Yeah, Sweden, Australia. But hey, I think let's I think always calling, so go. let's do this. Oh, we gotta turn turn her up here. Hey, welcome to the night Yo. show. What's going on? How's it going, Kyle and Steve? Great. How are you? It's Wade. Uh so I tried to send a uh an experience that I had back when I was sixteen. Uh, a little while ago. But it's uh it involved a shadow person. But I won't, that one's a little long. I won't get into that one right now. But just probably about two hours ago, my sister uh, gets home to her apartment and has one of the lights in the bedroom had mysteriously come on. And she saw nothing of it at the time. But then she goes ahead and walks to the back of the apartment. There's no lights on in the back. Walks out for probably about five minutes or so. Walks back in. And the light in the laundry room is now surprisingly on. Um, I'm going to say that it's actually uh, one of my older sister's who's was always a trickster 
Um, but unfortunately she passed away. Uh, I'd say about, uh, it's been about seven years now. So it's, it's kind of nice to see that she's still being herself. I, at first I was a little concerned with it, turning the lights on, like as it moved into the other rooms. But when you, um, bring it around to your sister that passed, who was also a trickster, kind of, kind of added a little bit of comfort, just them letting you know that they're still there, still watching and keeping an eye out for you. I always look for things like that. Like I've said it before. My grandpa used to, he had this old ass metal detector when I was little, like five, he would go out and bury pennies in his, uh, flower garden he let me go out and metal detect and dig up all this change and he passed away when i was about probably about seven years old but i'll find pennies in the most random places like i'll go in and i'll when the boys are little i'd make their bed like brand new fresh and i'd go out come back in and there'd be a penny like laying right in the middle of the comforter so it was always just kind of like a reminder that someone's from a from the other side is keeping an eye on you letting you know that somebody else is watching out for you. Yeah. And it's, it's not the first time that she's done stuff like this. I've seen a couple times. I've seen a shadow just go by in the hallway by the bedroom door. And it's like, no, well, oh, she's, a, she's hanging around, but she's always been like that. And I don't know. She's, she's even messed with the trucks too. Like on occasion, she'll, make the wiper blade so she'll kick them on. I'm like, she just she just loves screwing with you. But that was her whole personality. She was always like that. And it's and it's always nice to see that she's still around and that she's still looking out for us. So it's always a nice thought. So um I hope at some point Kyle has uh has an experience from his grandfather, which would always be really, really nice. So Absolutely. just let him know that he's still there. Absolutely, man. I it would be it would be comforting. Yeah, I feel like just trust it always it always is. You gotta kinda trust your gut with those things. When something like that happens and you don't feel like a threat or animosity or anything toward it, you can kind of get a pretty good idea that's could could be coming from somebody that you know. Oh yeah, and especially because with that shadow person experience, I definitely know if it's a good entity or it's a bad entity. Because that shadow person was, oh man, he was evil. <laughs> he was not nice at all. So, but I'll get into that at another time, hopefully when I'm not working nights. So. I feel that I've done that for a minute. Uh, but I, we appreciate it, man. It's like it is. It is heartwarming to hear that our loved ones that aren't aren't on this plane with us are still looking out for us and the others. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for taking my call, guys. I appreciate Absolutely. it. I know it's probably been a long time, so uh, I'll let you guys actually get some sleep because you got to work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We appreciate you. Stay safe, brother. All right. Yeah, you too. Stay weird, guys. You too. Bye. Yeah, those 
those are. I mean, I feel like you deal, there's such a stigma around the unexplained and the paranormal where a lot of what we don't know can be considered almost threatening, negative. When you have things like that, you almost need that to balance constantly taking in everything that's shitty, you know? Mutilations, abductions, yeah. like all all of that is rough. But then you hear like you've almost got like we talked like yesterday. Like everybody's got spirits, guides, warriors on the other side. Sometimes they just like to let you know that even though we can't necessarily see them, that they're still there, still watching our backs. Still keep an right. eye on us. It's kind of ironic that these guys bring this up. Butterflies. Because yesterday I had a yellow one land on me and hang out for a little bit. A good That's size awesome. one, too. And I felt, I felt some type of way about it. I'm just like, hmm. That's interesting. Just hung out there on my arm for a little bit. Just sat there on my sleeve. I was just like, whatever, dude, just do your thing, man. And then eventually, you know, after probably five minutes, it just took off and did its own thing. But it was just it was weird because you, you work outside like that all the time and you'll have that happen on occasion, right? You just, you'll have them land on you and hang out. And especially in the summertime, like they're sucking the sweat off you, the salt and whatnot. And <clears throat> this time... I don't know. It just it felt a little different where you're just kind of like, huh, interesting. That is, especially that it gets brought up like the next couple of days. Yeah. 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 Cause it happened yesterday. I, I remember I was just standing out there and it, I just get caught it out of the corner of my eye and it was just a good sized yellow one. I mean, it was, a, it was a decent sized one. Yeah. And I just sat there and watched it for a second and I was like, huh, that's just pretty. letting you know. And I was like, thanks, buddy. And it just kind of boop, boop, took off and did this thing. It is. Yeah. That's exactly. I enjoyed exactly. it. Exactly. Birdie says, could have been, could have been Gramp saying hi. Even keeping, yeah, absolutely. keeping track of you. It was cool. Um, Dick uh, said it must be pretty warm here. Yes. Been almost 80 the last two days, but don't you fret. It's going to be in the 20s. In about two days, because that's how <laughs> Illinois works. Yeah. Yeah. Not excited. Yeah, there's a bunch of rain forecast and all types of stuff. My allergies and cold season is getting ready to absolutely suplex me. Not stoked. Always happens. Yeah, I I, I get them a little bit, but not. Not too terrible. Excited. Yeah, I saw, I was just going to say that, Virgil. I saw uh, Colleen talking about it snowing up your way, and I'm like, ugh. Please don't say that word. Yeah, I know. I'm not a fan of the snow. And I did. I saw that too in the Discord Maynard. It was 104 there. I'm like, uh. No, thanks. I'm not about that life either. I'm going to keep my opinion of 80 to 20 to myself. Like, like, the steep, yeah. consistent drops are terrible, but I ain't, I ain't about 
105 life and i sure ain't about snow life i used to be i used oh, to love the heat that. absolutely loved it when i was little no not not me yeah john that, that that's what is not the funnest working weather yeah you don't even know how to plan yeah it's the worst because in the morning you want to wear like I at least want to wear like long johns under my pants, you know, something thin, just just that little bit extra layer to just kind of By keep noon, the edge off. But then you get to the, the noon and you're dying. Skivvies. Yeah, well, I I go in the trailer and I just take everything off and put my pants back on. I'm like, hell with this. Uh, the once I started working around the Coke ovens, f the heat. I'll. I will oh, deal yeah, with cold a hundred times over because if you're standing in front of a 2000 degree oven and you want to go to get some relief, walking out into 104 degree, like ambient temperature is not the way to do it. Yeah, I can imagine that's, that's pretty rough. I don't think, I don't think people understand like how hot that is like 1800 to 2000 degrees. Like bro, people don't, people don't understand how hot working in 104 indirect sunlight is, let alone being right next to 5 million degree ovens. Crematorium hot, probably hotter than a crematorium. I don't know the exact specs. My crematorium days are in the past, (laughs) (laughs) but that being said, we'll leave on that note. My crematorium days are in the past. Uh, thanks again for hanging out, Hollow Cult. Chat, thanks for just being who you are. It's, it's The chats are mint. Mint. I love it. You guys are great. Especially nice coming back through and helping. Calling. Yeah, tonight was. Tonight felt good. I was tired was coming good. in, man. Dude. I was tired today. Come getting back into the Same. swing of work and shit. Just, just tired. I got Sucks. in here and everybody was firing off, just like real positive. And I'm like, all right, let's go. It's let's been good. Go. But yes, yes. Again, thank you all. Um, support all the people that uh, support us and help us out. Go support their content. Um, yeah. Hope everybody has a good rest of the week. Until we meet again, stay safe, stay weird. And if you see a gnome army crawling at you, your best plan of attack would probably to get prone and army crawl back. Match the energy, the gnome energy. <laughs> <laughs>